It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Arkansas has not beaten Auburn since 2015 in a quadruple overtime game in Fayetteville. They haven't beaten Auburn on the road since 2012, but I believe that this year is the year that Arkansas finally gets the victory over the Auburn Tigers. Yes, welcome on into a crossover edition of Locked on Auburn and Locked on Razorbacks. Thank you so much for making us your first listen every single day. I'm Zach Blackerby, John Neighbors, the man over in Fayetteville. And look, John, this weekend's matchup between the Auburn Tigers and the Arkansas Razorbacks, I think, correct me if I'm wrong here, features programs that feel like they're going in two different directions. I, I know Arkansas is on a, a, on a bit of a losing streak, but there's still hope in what Sam Pittman is building. While the Auburn Tigers, we are in college football purgatory. We know we're moving on from Coach Harson. We can't do anything about it. This is going to be a weird, weird matchup this Saturday. I mean, is it any different from any other Arkansas and Auburn matchup? I feel like it's always so weird. Like That's fair. You got you got the uh, the official screwing over Arkansas in most cases, uh, like we saw two years ago in Auburn in the 2020 season with the whole clear immediate recovery that uh, looks like uh, – uh, Arkansas was unable to get, but no, this game is, is insane. you guys still aren't over that, huh? No, no, we're not Got over it. that. Like no, that's it, good. It's still, uh, I don't blame it's still very problematic. Like, because it, it's, it's tough when you lose to a team for an extended period of time. But when he lost to Auburn at that time, yeah, not only did you lose to Gus Malzahn with the Arkansas connections, but you lost to also Chad Morris, who was the offensive coordinator at that time. <laughs> sure. So there was a lot of angst from that point in time. So this feels a little bit more personal yeah. between Arkansas and Auburn. But honestly, it's it's a it's a matchup that like I could see it going about 20 different ways. Like there's so many different ways that this game could go. It could go in Arkansas's favor, it can go in mm -hmm. Auburn's favor. But at the end of the day, I feel like it's gonna be no matter what, a very entertaining and very intriguing matchup between the two. I hope so. I hope so. I mean, that's what SEC West football should be. So just to kind of give the you know Arkansas folks what's happening at Auburn, players are leaving like crazy, right? I mean, we saw this with Landon King. Uh, we've seen this with Tarvarish Dawson, two very talented younger pass catchers, and they made good plays earlier in the season, and then Auburn's like, yeah, let's quit using them in, in the passing game. And so they're on their way out. Harson has now lost, I think it's either 10 or 11 of his 18 guys that he brought in in his first class. And, oh, yeah, he hasn't been here very long so let's all keep that in mind so that's kind of what we're going through down here and it's like okay I, I felt pretty good about this John you and I talked about this off uh away from the microphones about 24 hours ago and I felt a lot better about this matchup and then all this crap starts happening it's like dang it I don't know how the locker room could possibly focus on this game with everybody leaving and player profiles being deleted from you know the 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 Auburn football official website that's that to me is the biggest storyline going into this one from the Auburn perspective is okay yeah like I, I think this is a winnable game you're at Jordan Hare Stadium but it's like there's a lot of noise happening even more so than normal just with all of these guys entering the portal or announcing that they're going to enter the portal once they're able to in December 
Well, see, and that's the thing is like Arkansas fans are kind of hoping that they can be the reason why it's the final nail in the coffin for Brian Harson and Auburn. Like they're hoping that they can be <laughs> be the reason why he finally gets fired and they move on to the interim coach, whatever it is, whatever they end up doing. Arkansas is hoping that is the case. But the thing yeah. is, is what makes it so nerve wracking for Razorback fans is because both teams are coming off a bye week. So right. if, if it was something to where Auburn had played a game, maybe an SEC game this past Saturday, and then they had to prepare for Arkansas, they would feel a little bit better about it. But because both teams are coming off bye weeks, mm-hmm. and also with Auburn, like they, they've had some games where they've been very competitive. You know, the LSU game, for instance. Like LSU looks yeah. really strong right now, but Auburn gave them all they wanted. I think they lost 21-17 to 17 in that game uh, against Ole Miss even. They scored 34 points against the Rebels. So it's like they, right. they showed that they can score. So I think Razorback fans right now are really hopeful and they feel confident. But at the same time, because of Auburn and the backs being against the wall and possibly the fact that, you know, this may be uh, the most dangerous type of team whenever their backs are against the wall, they're, they're just really hoping that they can go in and, and execute a good game plan. Because on paper, Razorback fans feel like they're better. Yeah, but because of uh, the way that Auburn's played and sometimes looked like a good SEC team at times, it still makes it a little bit nerve wracking for Razorback fans. Yeah, John, it's a little interesting because this Auburn offense, really the team as a whole down the stretch here, hasn't given you a whole lot of reasons to have a ton of confidence that they're going to win. But a shocking amount of confidence and hope in this game on Saturday. I don't know if it's because of the series history and how it's just kind of gone in Auburn's favor over the last decade. I don't know if it's the last time we saw Auburn's offense was against Ole Miss. And like you said, they they were able to put up some points and Ole Miss's defense isn't very good, but like, I don't think Arkansas's defense is very good either. So like, I don't know how much that exactly translates into what we're going to see Saturday, but I've been shocked how much confidence is around Auburn going into this matchup. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah. Cause like it's kind of interesting because with uh with the confidence level for Arkansas fans, it's kind of like you know you you beat BYU uh, a couple weeks ago, and so that gives you at least a little bit of momentum heading into the bye week. Yeah, but losing to Texas A and M was really embarrassing. Like it's just the way it is. Like Razorback fans look at that game as far as it being just an absolute detriment to the season and. It's going to be that game that you look back upon at the end of the year and be like, man, should have won that game. You should be five and two right now. Like Arkansas should be five and two, but they're not. They're four and three. And so they look at an Auburn team and they see the confidence that they have. And, you know, I've talked to you. I've talked to, you know, some other people with Auburn and they feel confident. You talk to other Auburn people? It's not just me? Yeah, I know. I know. There's there's more than you, if you can believe it. I want to be very clear about this. The only Arkansas person I talk to is you. Okay, well, there's not many of us, to be honest. So, like, there's probably – there's a lot more Auburn people than there are Arkansas people. That's probably true. But the thing is, is, like, every one of them believe that Auburn's going to win this game. And I I can kind of understand it. Like, Arkansas's secondary has been atrocious this year. Like, there's no doubt. The the past defense has been absolutely awful. Uh, We know that Arkansas has struggled with big plays. In fact, I think there's still, if not – close to being dead last in the big plays given up this season. They have major issues, but the thing is, is that Sam Pittman has said at least that all the secondary players that have been hurt 
they're supposed to be back against Auburn, which is mm-hmm. going to be big, except for Jalen Catalan and Ladarius Bishop. But Miles Slusher, Jaden Johnson, those guys are supposed to be back. Uh, Bumper Pool, who's been dealing with injuries as the linebacker position, he's supposed to be a little bit healthier too. So if you're just basing off of what Sam Pittman said, you feel like you're going to be a little bit healthier against Auburn. But if I'm Auburn, I can also understand, hey, this team's given up like 350 yards passing per game. We should be able to completely and totally destroy them in the past game. So that's kind of where the conundrum runs with both Razorback and Auburn fans right now. Yeah. John, let's touch on some of these matchups that we're going to be looking at in this game. To me, I think Robbie Ashford should be very concerned about the Arkansas pass rush. Let's touch on that in just a moment right here on this crossover edition of Locked on Razorbacks and Locked on Auburn. But man, John, can you imagine just sweating like crazy and not using sweat block? I I, I don't know what that would be like. No, I have no idea. In fact, I've been out here. Look at this. I've been out hanging out. There is no, no little splotches, no wet marks, anything on my shirt right now. Your armpits look great. Yeah, they look great. They look normal. They They look look dry as mess. Yes, they're completely dry. And the reason is, is because of sweat block. Wow. Because not only does it protect the wet marks that you'll have on your shirts, because you don't want to be that guy. You don't want to be that guy at parties or that guy when you're out and about. Anytime you lift your arms, you're like, wow, that guy. Is he out right. of shape? Is there something right. wrong with him? Why sure. is he sweating so much? Mm-hmm. Sweat block, man. It takes care of business, not only when it becomes to being water resistant and making sure that you don't have those sweat marks, but also when it comes to the odor, because you don't want to be the smelly guy and you don't want to be the wet guy when it comes to under your arms. Yeah, sweat block gives you the confidence to wear what you want to wear. And John, quick question for you. Do you have the confidence to wear what you want to wear right now using sweat block? Absolutely. I have the confidence in everything I wear or everything I don't wear. It kind of just depends on what I'm feeling wow. that day. Wow. So yeah, but that. no, sweat block is the way to go, man. Like I've been using it. It's great. It, it, it again, eliminates the odor. It eliminates any of the sweat going on. I know it's getting colder outside, but we're still going outside. We're still enjoying the time. We're still going no out to work out, whatever it is mm-hmm. we got it taken care of. Cause we don't have to worry about the odor or the sweat glands or anything like that when it shows up with everything else that people can see too. Yeah, so be sure to go to sweatblock.com. Use promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, to get a 20% off of your order at sweatblock.com. It's also available at Amazon. The NCAA tournament is almost here. And listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. John Neighbors, Zach Blackerby, Locked On Razorbacks, Locked On Auburn. All right. I think to me this matchup is all about Arkansas's pass rush versus Auburn's offensive line. That has been very, very bad. Looked better against Ole Miss. They made some changes on the offensive front, but then based on the depth chart Auburn put out earlier this week, they're like changing back. So I don't know why they would do that, but maybe we'll see. I don't know. Regardless, that to me is a huge mismatch in all of this. Well, and honestly, that's the thing that has frustrated, I think, most Razorback fans. Like, for instance, when they faced Mississippi State, like they didn't have KJ Jefferson. Mm-hmm. That was That was pretty impactful, but... They just rushed three players the entire time, three defensive linemen, and Will Rogers ate them up, and you saw the result of that. And here's the thing. Arkansas can't stop the pass. They're not very good at it. Right. They are okay at stopping the run, 
But the only thing that they're actually decent at is getting to the quarterback. Drew Sanders, the transfer out of Alabama, has been really good at getting to the quarterback. Same thing with Jordan Dominic, the transfer out of Georgia Tech. He's been good at getting to the quarterback. So mm-hmm. I think that most Razorback fans are probably hoping that Sam Pittman, Barry Odom, the defensive coordinator, dial it up to where, hey, listen, we know we're not going to stop anybody in the back end. We like we understand how good or how bad we are, I guess. So let's just try to put pressure on him. And if there's one thing that Arkansas is good defensively at, that's the thing. So I'll be curious to see if Sam Pittman and Barry Odom actually set it up that way to where they try to go after the quarterback and try to really make him force him into throws and possibly even some turnovers, which I know Auburn's had quite a few of those this year too. Yeah, it's crazy. I think Robbie Ashford going into the bye week, that may have changed since they didn't play last week, but um, leading the the league in turnovers and fumbles is just not not great. So, uh, yeah, I mean, if I'm Arkansas, I've said this in most of the crossovers that I've done so far this year, John. If I'm Arkansas, I'm sending five as much as possible. Like, I just don't really see a reason um, not to. What what matchup are you looking at specifically in this Saturday's game? Well, the one thing that I feel like Arkansas has been good at has been running the ball, obviously, offensively. And yeah. at least according to the stats and just looking at it on paper, Auburn's not been great against the run when it comes to their defense. Yeah. Like, you got Rocket Sanders for Arkansas, who's – just a uh, about 140 yards short of 1,000 yards this year. He's been pretty much rushing for 120, 130 yards per game. He's been big. KJ Jefferson's big, been big. And you have some other running backs that have been big for them as well. So I feel like that's where the game is going to be won or lost for either team. If Arkansas can run the ball effectively against Auburn, they'll win. But if Auburn is able to slow down the run and force KJ Jefferson to throw the ball, Auburn might have the better chance in that too. But to me – It's about can Arkansas's rush game against Auburn's uh, rush defense, which has not been good, can they effectively take advantage of that? Yeah. If they do, it's good. But if not, it's going to be bad for the Razorbacks. Yeah, and they're down a few guys on the defensive front. Auburn is. They lost Eku Leota, second-year transfer from Northwestern. Uh, He was really stepping into his own. I I think at times, most of the time, he looked better than Derek Call, who's kind of been the poster child of Auburn's defense this year. I think he's a good pass rusher. I don't love him against the run. And we will see. I mean, Auburn doesn't rotate a ton of dudes. And so I I get Arkansas's approach of just running, running, running. And even when they're like visibly tired and there's talent on the sideline up front of big men, they're just not playing a bunch of dudes on defense. They're playing 19, 20, 21 dudes a game. And a lot of those are defensive backs, right? So that's just been a really curious thing. Um, Jason Jones, I think it's been really solid in the middle. Uh, He's a transfer from Oregon. But outside of that, there's just been a lot of inconsistencies as far as stopping the run. And look, John, we all went into this season thinking that Owen Papo was about to take his big step forward. Auburn's only five-star on the roster uh, at linebacker. Uh, Second-year team captain. I mean, everything was stacking up for Owen Papo to just have an outstanding season. And, John, he has been, at times, awful. I mean, like he just has not been good. And so... Is that going to just drastically change after the bye week? I don't think so, but maybe. But yeah, I, so I I think that's a good take there. I think it's a good take as far as Arkansas running the ball a lot against the Tigers. The NCAA tournament is almost here. 
listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Well, and I think that the one thing that Razorback fans are concerned about is just the mentality of Auburn. Because, I mean, there's no secret that Brian Harson is on the hot seat. And I think it's a matter Say of... Say it again. Say yeah, it again louder. Yeah. Like, Scream I think, it from the rooftops. Yeah, it's like most people look at it as like, it's not a matter of if, but when for Brian Harson, like when he gets fired. And so... Iron Bowl. Well, I mean, and it might be. And yeah. that that's what's kind of the weird thing is because Razorback fans are kind of wondering. They're like, okay, so does this mean that... I mean, is the team giving up? Are they kind of mailing it in? Are they still having a reason to fight? Are they having a reason to go out there and play? Mm-hmm. I think at the end of the day, every player wants to play and, and, and to be successful and to win. But that's kind of the thing that people don't really maybe understand from the Auburn perspective is how much fight is in this team? Because it seems like you have a sitting a lame duck coach who's just a matter of when he's going to get fired. And you have a team that's three and four. I mean, best case scenario, especially with their schedule that they have left, maybe barely makes a bowl game. It's just a matter of, you know, what's Auburn fighting for? What are they playing for right now? Yeah, this is a team that hasn't given up yet. I mean, I think you saw that against Ole Miss. They were down 21 nothing, and it just had the feeling of, oh, man, this is going to get bad. And you look up 10 minutes later, it's tied 21-21. Then Ole Miss ultimately ended up running away with it over the course of 60 minutes. But this is a team that has had several times where they could have just rolled over, and I don't think people would have thought much of it. And they've chosen to fight over and over and over again. So we'll see. I mean, I do think that will eventually run out when you keep doing that and you keep losing close games. I mean, it's just demoralizing. It's tough. It's nothing against the guys. It's just really, really hard to do. You don't see people doing that. So is that going to happen over the course of a bye week? Normally, I would say no, and I'm still going to say no, but if you want to like predict that that happens due to everything that's happened this week, I think Auburn's lost four guys on their team just from like stepping away or, or announcing they're going to enter the portal this week. And not contributors, but you never know like what the relationships look like in the locker room. So um, we'll see. I don't think this team's going to roll, like just lay down and roll over. I, I really don't. I think this is a team that, thinks they can win their last four games before they play Alabama. I think their three home wins, Arkansas this weekend, they go to Starkville next week, but then they return and play Texas A&M. I think that's certainly winnable. And then Western Kentucky. If you win those, you get to go to a bowl game, and maybe that's enough to salvage the season. But I, I just, I don't know. I mean, you're asking the right question as far as like the mindset of the team, for sure. Well, well my question is to you, why – on paper, because sure. on paper, it seems like Arkansas is the better team. Just because Arkansas is great at running the ball, Auburn's not great at stopping the run. Mm-hmm. Turnovers have been pretty Awful. bad for Auburn. Like, I mean, I think they're dead last in turnover margin in the SEC. Like, you got that element. Yeah. They don't score a lot of points. What's Arkansas's biggest problem has been going up against good offenses. Auburn doesn't have a great offense. Mm-hmm. And I know it's at home for Auburn and everything, but I guess the question becomes why, if you're an Auburn fan or if you're looking at Auburn, why do you feel like this is a win? Like, what are you pointing to and saying, this is why we're going to be to Arkansas this weekend? Because at least on paper, it seems like the matchup favors Arkansas. But I'm curious as to why 
anyone would think Arkansas would lose to Auburn this weekend. Yeah, yeah. I, I think a lot of it has to do with we saw Tank Bigsby come to life last time we saw Auburn take the field. And, and obviously when, when your best player on the team is finally able to get going, that's going to ignite some things. And this isn't a fair statement to make, John, but I'm going to make it anyway. The turnovers can't keep happening at this rate. It just can't happen. But we've said that before, and yet here, here we are, you know. So I think that's definitely an angle of it. But I think Auburn's going to be able to score, and I think the defense is better than it actually is statistically just because the offense has been so, so bad over the course of the season so far. Um, is this Auburn defense great? No, it's not. But it's, it's not as bad as what the stats say just because there's been times where they've just the dam broke, right? I mean, that's just kind of that's just kind of part of it. And then I think the last part of that would be, and once again, I don't think this is fair, but it's Auburn, Arkansas, and the Auburn side of that series right now is probably more confident than it should be. Yeah, well, as long as uh, certain officials aren't, you know, in the game, and I mean, all that's that reasonable, right? I mean, what about that? Is it reasonable? You think? No, no, no. I mean, I, th I know. I think, I think it's reasonable. It's just a matter of, like. I, I just think that with, if you're just matching up what's good, what both teams are good at yeah. and what both teams are bad at, I just feel like Arkansas outweighs Auburn and what they're good at. And well, Here's a fun question. What would you say Auburn is good at? Because we've been asking that question all season. <laughs> Arkansas or Auburn is good at fighting. <laughs> they are good at, at at least giving effort. Like, because that's yeah. the thing. It's like, I, I mean... Trust me, as someone who watched the Chad Morris years at Arkansas and knowing what it's like for teams to just give up where they're mm -hmm. like, we are done. We just want to mail it in. We want this season to be over with as quickly as possible. Yeah, that's the one thing you got to give credit to Auburn is where even if even if everybody was told that Brian Harson is a hey, this guy's fired at the end of the year, this team is still fighting like they're still going and up against good SEC teams and giving them a fight. And so mm -hmm. that's the thing that I've been impressed by Auburn. And almost it's like, I wouldn't say it's weird, but it's just interesting how they continue to fight. And, you know, most people have just written them off. Hey, you're three and four. You have no reason to play anymore because what's the best case scenario? You end up in the Liberty Bowl in Memphis. Like, I've been impressed by the fact that even though they've gone up against better teams, they've still sure. given them all they wanted. So I got you. to me, that's what I feel like is good about Auburn is their fight. And that's where it's kind of scary for Arkansas because this team's back's against the wall. Yeah. They've got a bye week. And, you know, they feel like if they can beat Arkansas this weekend at home with the rest of the schedule, they might be able to make some noise in the SEC too. All right. Let's make some predictions for this game and also look at our friends at Bet Online about what they have to say. On this matchup, on this crossover, locked on Razorbacks, locked on Auburn. Bet online has the game is currently, or the line is currently Auburn plus three and a half, of course, Arkansas minus three and a half. So it opened at four and a half. And so I guess money is piling in on Auburn, which once again, I'm with you. I'm a little surprised by this. Um, just the, the confidence around. I originally said Auburn, but I guess it's around college football betting because the, the line is moving that much. What are your thoughts on that line and where are you leaning on it? I mean, I think it's fair, uh, just uh, kind of based on the things we've talked about. And yeah. I think Arkansas actually this year has been pretty good against the spread. 
Uh, I've always laughed about that Texas A&M game because Arkansas lost by two, which they shouldn't have. They should have yeah. won, but the line was A&M favored by two. So it's like, how do they? That line knows Amazing. what they're doing. It's like crazy. They, yeah, it's like they know what they're doing. They know uh, what these lines are at, and so I kind of give them the benefit of the, the doubt. And when it comes to this, is like I think that Arkansas is going to win. Like I, I'll just be honest. I think Arkansas sure. is a better team. I think they're going to win. I think they finally end that losing streak against Auburn, but I don't think it's going to come easy. I don't think it's going to be just a, you know a two to three touchdown game. I could absolutely see this final score being something like, you know, 24 to 20, like something that's really close yeah. comes down to whoever has the ball last, whatever it may be. I think that's kind of fair. And so I think Arkansas is a better team. I think there's a reason why they're favored. I like the fact that they're favored. And if I was a betting man, which I am, <laughs> I'm probably going along with Arkansas and going with the three and a half points. Yeah, I think I'm going Auburn here. I'll take the three and a half. The over-under is 62, so you're taking the under on that. You're saying 24-20, right? Yeah, because I think that Arkansas, as much as they like to run the ball, usually when you run the ball, it doesn't mean it's very high scoring. You know, It kind of means it's <laughs> the game gets over quick. And so I think Arkansas will have success running the ball, and I think that you'll have... And, and I think Auburn will have success running the ball, too, as far as the over-under hitting. like I, I think that clock's going to run a lot. Okay, well, here, here's a question for you. Who rushes Ooh. for more yards, Tank Bigsby or Rocket Sanders? Who do you think has more rushing yards at the end of Let, the day? Let's address the more important question first. Which name okay. is better, Rocket or Tank? I, I'm going to say Rocket. Maybe it's biased because it's yeah, like – Yeah, that's it, totally biased. That's wrong. You would yeah. much rather have a Tank running the ball than a Rocket? Are you kidding me? Okay, are you kidding? Yeah, no. Are, what do you are mean? You are kidding you kidding me? me? Like a Rocket? Like a Rocket will, like, as fast, has speed. It, it is, it's like going to just – as soon as he gets the ball, he's gone. A Tank, it's like, hey, just get four or five guys to tackle this slow individual and you'll bring him down. Like, I Okay. Mean, All right. Let us know in the YouTube comments down below which name is better, Rocket Sanders or Tank Bixby. I think that's a fun conversation. Uh, I think, what's the rotation? I, I don't know what Arkansas's rotation looks like. So, Tank will get the majority of the carries. Jarquez Hunter will get some. Uh, and then Damari Austin will get like two carries. So, what, what is, what's the carry load look like? I mean, Rocket Sanders has definitely gotten the majority of the carries. Uh, you got A.J. Green who's uh, also a, a sophomore, second-year player. He went to Georgia, right? Bad uh, joke. I'm sorry. No, I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, a little so different sorry. from that guy. Yeah, he actually is uh, out of Oklahoma, but he's he's got a lot of talent, though. He's yeah. really good. You got uh, Rashad Dabinian, who's a true freshman. Uh, he's actually shown some really good signs of being a good running back. But even like as those three guys go, you have Dominique Johnson, who was a dude last year at the end of the season, but he mm -hmm. had a big injury kept him out of spring ball, summer workouts, and even part of fall camp. They're trying to slowly but surely bring him back in. So it's basically, I, I would assume, if it's going to be like it has been in the past few games, you're going to have Rocket Sanders getting probably 65-70% of the carries. A.J. Green and Rashad DeBinion kind of getting the next, like pretty even as far as that goes and the percentage-wise. And then maybe randomly you'll see uh, – a Dominic Johnson. Also, don't forget KJ Jefferson. I mean, he's he's like that's a running true. back. Yeah, yeah that's like, true. But, uh, I'll I'll go Tank. I think Tank gets more yards because okay. of KJ Jefferson. Yeah, uh, I mean, I I'm gonna think Rocket Sanders because again, Rocket pretty much every game has had over a hundred yards. 
I think he uh, he had 160 yards against BYU. Yeah, and he's going to be extremely healthy. And that offensive line, like that's the thing about Sam Pittman. You know, as long as he's the head coach, you're going to have a good offensive line. So I feel right. like they're they're going to be pretty solid there. John, for the Auburn folks that want the Arkansas point of view, where do they go? They go to the Locked On Razorbacks podcast, and you can tra- follow me on Twitter and all. Also on Instagram, I like to post a little random clips on there. Wow, look at you. At, yeah, Buzz John Neighbors. You can check me out there. Uh, also post clips on YouTube at Locked On Razorback. So if uh, you're feeling like you just want to find a new team to follow because Auburn is so <laughs> terrible, you can always jump on the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. We will welcome you with open arms. Yeah, Auburn people don't like uh... – They'd probably be fine with it until you started talking basketball, and then y'all's jerk of a head coach would probably turn them off pretty quick. So, well, and no, we'll just, that's fine because no, all, we'll, we'll just leave it at that. Hey, because here's we'll the just thing. leave it all, at that. No, we're not going to leave it at that. We'll just leave it at that. All of your Auburn fans think you're some blue blood program because ooh, we we're so good, and now that I'm like, do you realize that you as a program have been to as many NCAA tournaments as Arkansas has been to Final Fours? Yeah, good luck to you. Here's the big thing that you're missing in all this, John. Being a blue blood is a state of mind. And I, let's just leave it at that. Let's just leave it at that. A state of mind. Let's yeah, just leave it at the that. most Auburn answer I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it just, it's a state of mind. Don't worry about anything else. It's, it's a state of mind. For all the Arkansas folks, you can find Locked on Auburn wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. This has been a crossover edition of Locked on Razorbacks and Locked on Auburn. We'll see you tomorrow right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. The NCAA tournament is almost here, and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.